Steve Vines. Oh, yeah. I'm suing. Good. I, I am not come. I haven't come all the way from Sai Kung to be called Gooey. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just not doing that. That's one thing you're actually not, Steve. What's going on? <laughs> well, I've, I've been. Um, what's going on? <laughs> it's one of those questions, isn't it? At the moment, it's trying to do nice stuff like yesterday. Yeah, I mean that that was a very touching demonstration of silver-haired people, which they describe themselves. Fortunately, we're we're on radio, so nobody knows how much I qualify for that. But um, <laughs> I did wonder if you went, but not for that reason. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, you know, it was a civilized, dignified. Apparently, nine nine thousand people turned up. You know, nowadays nine thousand people is called small change in the demonstration business. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> we're, we're sort of so. Um, the, it, the numbers have become so extraordinary. But anyway, it was very nice for a change to see um, uh, a dignified demonstration of people who weren't paid to be there. Of that age group, because yeah. they usually... I mean, normally you get the renter <laughs> rent crowd come out. I always like the renter crowd, who say, oh, we're the silent majority, and you're thinking, well, shut up, there's then. ten of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big claim to be the silent major majority, but these people didn't claim to be anybody's majority. They just said, look, we're here. We want to support the younger people. And it makes the point that these demonstrations, in case anybody had missed it, anybody asleep there... They certainly aren't the listener, if they are, um, may have noticed that this is a universal movement now. Did you notice and the picture, that the one that's going to be remembered from yesterday? I don't know if you've seen which, it. Which one yeah, is it's that? a picture of a bunch of these ladies and gentlemen there having a nice chat with this young copper. Like, How are you? <laughs> it was yeah. just, I know it's PR, but it was just beautiful to see. And, and let's just now make the general point that, that um, wouldn't it be nice if the people who are in charge of the police force understood that the way for the police to restore its reputation is not to make them into the enemy. You know, they don't have to appear in these Darth Vader costumes every time there's a demonstration. I, I, I know, I know, I know. I know there's violence, I know all the rest of it. But the fact is that, that in the overwhelming, let's just not lose sight of this, the overwhelming circumstances of a demonstration in Hong Kong, people not only are well behaved, they are dignified, and they're very self controlled. I mean, I keep telling people this overseas, where else do you see after a demonstration people coming round with big plastic bags to clear up the rubbish? Remember healing <laughs> all those years ago, yes. can you imagine that? I mean, I, I have been in demonstrations in other places. I have yeah. never ever seen that, uh, people doing that. I have never also seen demonstrators going back to places, when, as has happened in the recent memory of these demonstrations, where they for example, occupied the immigration town. They went back the following day, said, here's a leaflet saying, I'm sorry we caused you inconvenience yesterday, but these are the reasons why we were there. Mm. You do not see that in other places. Absolutely. I'm also um, really, I mean, this is, this is just one of those things, but it is, it is life going full circle. You know these Lenin walls that, that were inspired yeah. by Czechoslovakia um, 30 years ago. Guess what's appeared on the Lenin Wall in Prague? Support Hong Kong. <laughs> and all over the place, yeah. actually. But, but, I mean, it's just, it's just you know, actually it says stand by Hong Kong, but um, it, it's sort of squaring the circle, if you see what I mean. Absolutely. And it, it is interesting now that when, when you talk to people, and, and I've actually been doing quite a lot of that, talking to people from other parts of the world, you know, Hong Kong is becoming shorthand for demonstrations. It's quite interesting. In such a short space of time.
I mean, we're talking weeks. weeks. We are talking weeks. But while all this is going on, what's happened to the dear leader? Who I've now decided is called Sino, as in chief executive in name only. Work it out, listener. So Sino, do you remember her? She, She said on July the 10th, she said she and her team will henceforth, this is direct quote, Humbly listen to all walks of life. Yeah, they need to stop using that word. It's it's been well, humbly or yeah, all walks tr- of humbly. It's well, just well, part of the shit. Well, well, but 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 what has happened since? So her definition of humbly listening to all walks of life is: she's had meetings with various police associations. She's had meetings with the Hongyi Cook. I mean, you can't get more walks of life than the Hongyi Cook. And she's had meetings with various members of the Poodle Training Squad, uh, who are sometimes known as the Pro Government Camp. And she's had meetings with, oh, that's right, nobody else. Yeah. Nobody else. So what are, I mean, I just think the government now, it's the walking dead. They really are. They're so irrelevant. You notice that demonstrations before, people always used to shout, chant, you know, Carrie Lamb stepped down. Nobody bothers to do that anymore because they kind of know that there's no point. But anyway, I took... Point of no return past, you'd say. I would say. it's You, you, you know, I mean, how do you spell irrelevance? There's two R's in case you're wondering. Um, but, but so anyway, but b- because, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a bit anal, I thought, I'll tell you what, I'll look up on the Government Information Service website to find out what all the other ministers are doing, because, you know, we can't just, just focus on Carrie. So this is just a random thing. I just took two days in the past week, which is <laughs> Wednesday and Tuesday. Um, so I discovered from that that the Financial Secretary is... In fact, tomorrow he's going to Beijing. Um, the government announced um, that there'll be a Belt and Road conference. Do you remember Belt and Road? Belt and Road? It's part of the Great Bay Area. Um, there's going to be a bre- greater, greater Belt and Road. No, there'll be a Belt and Road conference that various ministers are going to. Oh, that's also on Friday. The Education Secretary was whisked off to Guangdong Province on the 17th of July. The Environment Secretary was in Foshan for an exchange, I quote you, for an exchange session on green circular economy. Have you ever been to a, an exchange session on green circular economy? I haven't. Then, then, um, of course, the Justice Secretary, she's up in, she's up in Beijing to talk to, um, oh, that's right, her masters. <laughs> but there are some members of the administration still in Hong Kong. Can I reassure the listener on that point? Steve. Shall I just tell you what they've been doing? Yeah, OK. I'll tell you Do what they've been doing. So the um, Secretary for the Civil Service, he's he had a fantastic encounter with the Water Supplies Department, and he was briefed. Was Who he? knew? Who knew? Then the Chief Secretary, that would be Matthew Jung, who's laughingly known as, in the civil service, as the master of communication. I mean... He's the Alistair Campbell. You, you, you can't make this stuff up. So he, he had an important meeting with the Hong Kong um, Observatory and was briefed on the weather. Then you had the <laughs> Innovation and Technology Secretary, who I think is Nicholas Yang, who, you can't make this stuff up, who apparently trottled down to Cyberport to congratulate it on its success. I mean... Uh, sorry, that must be for the housing department. It's only a success as a property development. It's not a success as anything else. Yeah. And apparently he said things like, oh, 
Mm-hmm. You know what? This list of yours, you've yeah. done your homework plainly, but I would say any senior members of our government who are, in fact, in China, mainland China at the moment, you bet they are. Come here. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. bet they are in China yeah, right Why now. do you think Theresa Cheng is having uh, high-level discussions with the Justice uh, Department in, in... I love that word, Justice Department in Beijing. <laughs> it's very Orwellian, isn't it? Anyway, so that's that's what our, our, our able-bodied government is doing. Carrie Lam is busy talking to the Hong Yi Cook and, and not ever coming on the streets and not being... And what's happened to the to the poodles now they come out of a poodle training class? Oh, that's right. They're totally confused. Oh, you feel sorry for them. I mean, the good thing about poodle training is when you say sit, they know what to do. So at the moment, there's a sort of vacuum of instructions. Mm. They don't even bother to take instructions from Sino because, you know, what's the point of that? That's that's a complete waste of space. So they now get their instructions from, from the real bosses directly, and we, and we hear now that not only um, is the liaison department's phone lines buzzing to such an extent that <laughs> PCCW have probably got to put insulators on the lines. They've actually uh, made them work. They've made them work, but apparently they've got a new base of, of, of cadres set up in Shenzhen to issue instructions, and the advantage of them being in Shenzhen is they can summon the uh, the hapless idiots across the border to, to, to be given <coughs> it's called guidance and then there's a very interesting story in the post today about the unprecedented number of cadres who've been dispatched to Hong Kong to try and find out what's going on Yeah, because God knows they have no idea but anyway so in, in so Back in poodle training class, they've been told, um, okay, now here's your line to take. And and it is extraordinary. They all, in some way, bark it out. There's two lines that they've got. They're, they're waiting for a more substantive one. But two lines is, one is, violence, violence. So every time you're asked about the demonstration, you only talk about violence. That's number one. And then there's the old, the old favourite. It's been tried chestnut. before. <laughs> don't, don't abandon it. It hasn't worked before, so we'll just try it again. The old favourite, foreign intervention. Yeah, foreign what intervention. is that all about? It's barking. It, uh, it's not only barking, but of course it is tremendously offensive to Hong Kong people because it's always <laughs> premised on the idea that Hong Kong people are so inadequate, so stupid, they could never organise anything themselves without foreign intervention. Is that what's foreign meant? Intervention. Well, I think the point about the foreign intervention line is it's been the line that China has pursued when it talks about um, internal opposition. It always mentions foreign intervention. You know, it doesn't believe that any of the, the sons of the Han could possibly be thinking up ways of opposing the Communist Party on their own. So mm. they're all manipulated by sinister foreigners, particularly that Theresa May, apparently. She's she's spending her waking hours... Can I throw something at you right now? <laughs> Not about My eyes are <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, seriously, yeah. is it too naive of me to say if the Brits really wanted to stick it to China right now, they'd give all the Hong Kong people who need them proper British passports? Well, they could convert all the B&Os. That's the what British I mean. National That's exactly overseas. what I mean. Yes. Uh, would, yes. that, would that make a point? Uh, I think that would make a point. I think that would. Well, I was just going to say, that there, there, there were other countries who were far less parsimonious than Britain in the wake of um, 1997, notably Canada. Mm. And uh, when times were good, people came back. When times are bad... By 20 minutes to 11, beautiful Thursday. It's already 33 Celsius and things are hotting up in here with Steve. They are.
I mean, we were going to talk about rumours, and we are. Trust well, me, we are. There's a rumour you're going to talk there's about. There's a rumour we're going to talk about rumours. But, but what um, it just occurred to me is you, you, you do feel sorry I mean, for, for, for some of those poor old frontline police force guys who, you know, first of all, they're working very long hours. Second of all, I think, and the more you hear from them, they're not particularly happy with the way their management's ha- handling this. But I'm thinking of those poor people who went into hospital after the um, Shatin disturbances. And, you know, you're in hospital, you're in great pain, and the next thing you know is Sino looms up by your bed, you know, chief executive in name only. I mean, cruel and unnatural punishment or what? So she turns up in the hospital with a whole lot of grim faces in, 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 in charcoal colour suits. Mm. And you're thinking, you know... <sighs> I'm already not feeling well, thank you very much. And and she does that. Have you noticed that sort of weird scowl, which I think is supposed to be a smile that that that, that Sino gives when when pressed. She sort of she sort of she's the funny thing with the glasses. I, I, I've I've got experts working on what it is exactly, but no one knows. No 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 person kind person knows. You know that's page one of the manual though. In any crisis thingy, what's it? Care and concern. Yes. Turn up. Turn up turn up well anyway so my sympathy to the boys in hospital in blue they're or they're not in blue or are they but you know what i mean uh here's the rumors so the ft was running a story at the beginning of the week saying that they had um from two different reliable sources the information that carrie lamb had offered her resignation on more than one occasion yeah now if she hadn't done that you would think she would deny it but, and it's always the way they deny things that's interesting. What she didn't say was, no, I didn't do that. What she said instead was, I will do my best to serve the people of Hong Kong. I am committed to serving the people of Hong Kong. So, Carrie, did you or didn't you offer to resign? I think if you didn't, perhaps you would be able to deny that. Then there was the rumour, and this one started in the story in Apple Daily, about the idea that demonstrations could be curbed by holding curfews around the territory. Again, not denied. I mean, it's very interesting now. I mean, this is an administration that's quite good at telling porky pies, but they, um, on this occasion, they said as far as the, that, that thing, is we affirm the right of people in Hong Kong to demonstrate. Well, thank you. We kind of know that. I actually think that, that, if they are doing contingency planning, and God knows, when you're a government of the walking dead, whether contingency planning is something you're even capable of doing, I have no idea. But, I mean, among grown-ups, you would actually, you know, in a realistic world, you would probably be considering curfews as a way of dealing with extreme right situations. There aren't actually extreme rights. How do you implement curfews? By well, <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I mean, of course, once you've, imp- once you've declared that things have got so bad in Hong Kong that you have to declare a curfew, um, you know, welcome to Lagos. Would it work here? Oh, Be- yes. Bearing in mind oh, it, what it, people It have. would, it would, because it's it? so small, it's easier to police. But, I mean, it would work possibly in... This is the point, isn't it? It could work in policing terms, in logistical terms, but would it work in reputational terms? I mean, what a disaster. But there will be some Lulus in, among the walking dead who are going, oh, I'll tell you, here's a clever idea. Why don't we just make it illegal for people to be on the streets? That will do it. 
Anytime it won't, here, incidentally. I hear you. Any, in, in brackets, it won't. Anytime anything happens here that involves um, influencing what people do, we get this thing, oh, it will affect businesses. That's what I'm on about. Because yeah. not everybody's going to be walking around thinking they want to punch up or whatever. They're getting home from work. They're or, getting or they're going from to work. work. Or maybe they're going to work. Or maybe they're reading a newspaper in New York thinking, shall we set up a branch of the bank here? Oh, boy. Is that the place that has curfews? Things are so bad. You know. I mean, they are idiots. I mean, let's 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 be as fair as we can about the members of the Walking Dead administration. But but I think something at the back of their minds sort of goes, hmm, maybe we shouldn't be quite that stupid. Yeah. So I don't think... But I, I, the idea that it's been discussed clearly is plausible. And the story in Apple Daily, as I say, it, it's interesting that they can't deny this stuff. They just answer the question that hasn't been asked. Let me ask you, you this. Know, if, if you what, were... Do you intend to resign, Prime Minister? Can I just say the uh, weather today is... Bridging really and flagging nice. and all yeah, that. See, yeah, if you, yeah. I was about to say, put the boot on the other foot, Steve. If you were coaching people, as I'm sure you've done in the past, how to handle this kind of thing, would you tell them to, to uh, own up? Or would you tell them to prevaricate? It really depends. Do you know what it I mean? It really depends. But in, in the... In, I mean, I suppose the way that Carrie Lamb looks at it is the bosses aren't allowing her to resign. So why, why, why confess to the fact that she's offered to do so? But we don't actually know we this for a know fact. We don't for a factual fact. This we don't. But, put but, your journal hat on, but, Steve. But, well, my journal <laughs> hat says... If it's not true, she would have said so. But it is interesting that she chooses not to address <laughs> the specific allegation of the rumour, but just says, oh, well, that I'm not talking about that, but I am talking generally yeah. about my, uh, as that famous um, uh, DAB um, counsellor says, she's going to do her breast. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you noticed, though, you know I always cringe when they say we'll work humbly, because it reminds me of humbly, some Dickensian yeah. weasel yeah, or, or Gollum or something. We're work humbly. Another word that gets used a lot is unfounded. Now, that's a get-out-of-jail-card-free yeah. free card. Yeah. I mean, unfounded. What uh, does? Uh, oh, okay then. We'll move on. Uh, unfounded allegations. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of unfounded. I mean, there is an enormous amount of rumour going around. I'm just talking about two rumours that, that that have appeared in oh, the yeah, media. Go on. Well, well, I mean, there's all sorts of rumours about. Uh, I, 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 no, honestly, I don't. I, I'm, I'm trying to be a grown-up here. Gosh, a role I'm so unaccustomed to. But uh, you, you know about the possibilities of, of military intervention and God knows what else. Uh, the reason I don't want to spell that is because I just think they're complete and utter nonsense. And we're in a febrile atmosphere. It doesn't, doesn't really help to add to it. And I always wonder about adding to what people confidently know about what's in the minds of others. You know, I know that in so-and-so's minds is this and that. Actually, I rather doubt that. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I prefer to go with what you can see and what's actually happened. So, you know, if, if you think, for example, that Carrie Lam is a, a, an enormously effective chief executive of Hong Kong, I think you need to put a bit of evidence forward to, to demonstrate the veracity of that. Any of these things. I mean, do you remember when the Secretary of Justice was getting a lot of hassle for yeah. all sorts of things? And she said, that's unfounded. And that's was, unfounded. Um, uh, but yeah. And we're supposed to go, OK, then, next. Yeah. Well, Here's well, my next well, question. Well, I mean, it, it's interesting. Most of the things that were unfounded turned out to be absolutely true. I mean, the, there, were, the, there were stories going around about how she had an agreement with the chief executive that she could carry on doing her old business while she was sitting in the chief secretary's office. And, and at first, they, they just 
gave out a blanket denial and then they went oh well yeah but just a few things i mean that's the very worst but what, what's wrong with actually giving the hard and fast, truthful answer? In general, is it because you can be held accountable for no, I think a definitive is, answer? No, I think the problem is, what's wrong with lying? Because lies get always get found out. That's what's wrong. So if, if you are going to tell outright porkies, you will be found out. So And there's no good, yeah. there's no good going, oh, it's unfair, oh, it's unfair. I mean, this is what they're doing. You know, I noticed that Ronnie Tong, um, part of The Walking Dead now, um, in executive council, his new line is, oh, it's unfair that people are criticising us. Here's the thing, Ronnie, public office. Put those two words together and you'll get a picture yeah. of public expectations. You'll get a picture of public profile. You might even get a picture, and God knows it doesn't happen, of public accountability. Gosh, those are new concepts. I wonder where they come from. Probably from foreigners, who knows? So, despite the obvious issues... Hong Kong has reached a very, very strange turning point. I mean, it's setting examples to other people, the people of Hong Kong, in so many ways. Pra many perhaps things that, that we're not, not even thinking. Not people of Hong Kong. I mean, it's very interesting that the spillover that there's been in Taiwan, the transformation one of them. In, yes. in the fortunes of the ailing DPP, the, the so-called uh, pro-independence, in fact, is the ruling party in Taiwan at the moment. Very interesting how they're jumping up and down in Singapore over what's happening in Hong Kong. This is the big worry, isn't um, it? Because, you know, again, there you've got a country where freedom of expression is on a par with the very lowest step of the very lowest, um, etc. Um, you know, they're, 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 I, I see the Post is still pumping out, bless them, uh, an article by Leslie Fong, who, was, you, you know, is chief poodle of the old government there, saying, oh... Um, uh, nobody in Singapore supports the, 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 the movement in Hong Kong, although they've actually conducted an opinion poll which shows very high levels of support. But never mind, facts always get in the way of the story. So, so, so But they're petrified hmm. that <coughs> if, if tiny little Hong Kong population, seven point whatever, yeah. can stand up to the might of the Chinese Communist Party, ruling 1.3 billion people, boy, don't that half send a message to other people elsewhere in the streets that is what i was going and to ask I, you about. i can't remember whether Definitely. i've mentioned this on the program before but the thing that the thing which really made me sit up straight was listening to somebody being interviewed in venezuela um, one of the opposition figures and saying you know venezuela saying you know what what we're looking at perhaps here is a hong kong situation exactly it's just becoming part of the lingua it, it, franca it's isn't becoming it? part of the lexicon isn't it yeah. you, you want to talk about mass protests you call it hong kong situation and he mind you in in, in those demonstrations have failed to materialize for the opposition in venezuela but they they sure as hell have materialized here all right then so the protest the other day that went to west kowloon that was that was almost uh, face to face per the purpose was face to face with <coughs> mainland tourists to let oh, them know through Chim Sao Choi. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was a bit of a change, wasn't it? That Well, I think that, that whole thing. That there was a whole difference there. First of all, it was a conscious attempt to move protest movement off the island. I mean, so many protests occur on Hong Kong Island, and most people in Hong Kong don't live on Hong Kong Island. So there's a, 
there's a quite considerable logic in saying why don't we move the protests to where the people are rather than yeah. people have to come to where the protests are so i mean although there's another big protest planned for hong kong island indeed mm. on sunday which will be going to the high um to, to the court of it's scheduled appeal. isn't it yeah it's all scheduled <laughs> but but there's bring also sandwiches. But, but bring sandwiches and um <laughs> and your gucci bags um but there's there's also uh, I, i'm just talking off the top of my head i'm sure there's more but there's also protests planned in hong hom in jiang kwano in tokwa wan i mean these are all you know what are known as local districts and it's interesting unheard people, of too. people well they're not unheard of to the people who live there are they that's the point mm. so um, you know, those demonstrations will undoubtedly take place. They will involve thousands of people. You you couldn't say that with confidence a few years ago. You know, 500 people turned up at a Chunwan, uh, uh, sorry, a Junquano shopping centre. You go, blimey, how, where did that come from? If 500 people turn up today, you go, well, that's not worth going <laughs> out of bed for, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 